Pop the shoulder, baby. Pop the shoulder. Pop That's how we warm up for Raw Radio. <laughs> right one to left Reagan. one. Welcome to Raw Radio. As always, Alex, your host. This is a multi-million dollar show, high production value. Hail to the yeah, yeah. I have sound engineer Pat Zainali. He doesn't have a microphone because Aww. this is a high production value. <laughs> and, we're, and we're using all the money on our mic so we can sound beautiful. On the show is the well-read and the well-written Atina Hartunian. Hey. Atina, thanks so much for being on the Thank show. Thank you. Yes. Let's clap for uh, She's been on three other times, so she's almost a regular. And uh, filmmaker Arno. Your yes. last name, Arno. Yeretsian, Yeretsian, Yeretsian. But when you get famous, I think people are just going to be like film director Arno. <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Your Ritz. Your Arno, um, your Ritz. Yeah. Have you seen the latest Arno, your Ritz? Oh, <laughs> shao. <laughs> Uh, what we're going to do today is Atina has a little short story book she wrote. What's oh. it called? Um, it's actually a collection of short stories oh. about young love. And uh, I put it all together in a chapbook that I've uh, titled Dumb Love. Dumb Love. It's yeah. about young love. It's about young but love. But Dumb Love is a better title than Young Love. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Dumb Love, tagline, short stories about young like love. Like when you were 18 and you had the most confidence in the world and love was so easy. It's such an easy yeah. game to play. Or, Pat, say, music. or say you had a, uh, an obsessive compulsion with donuts. Is that what you had? Maybe. I don't know. You have to read but the But you're catalog. not like obesely fat right now if you had an well, obsession with donuts. Well, I was... I'm also not eight, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> or blonde Pictures, people. Pictures. Yeah. Our Pictures research department are. shows you had an infatuating love with Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. I did. <laughs> I wanted Zach Morris so bad. Do you talk about this in Young Love when you were I 18? do. I do. I do have a little short story mm-hmm. about, about it um, in Dumb Love. Right. And, um, and yeah, I mean... I have a thing for blondes too. That's also a title for of another so, short, short story, story in there. From yeah. Dumb Love. What what yeah. are some other inspirations? Um, there are dragons and unicorns and zombies, all part of the collection. Okay. Yeah. Are you serious? Or I'm, are you joking? I'm dead serious. So you were still believing in dragons and unicorns at 18? Maybe <laughs> not so young. Oh, okay. No, but I mean. I have one story that I want to read. Right. Um, but I want to save that for the end. We are. Okay, we'll okay. save that for the end. Yeah. Real quickly. Yes. What were you, you going to say something? I do. Um, all of the stuff that I, we've been talking about with dragons and unicorns and zombies, mm-hmm. they do exist in the collection of stories, right. but you have to come and hear them February 10th. Yeah. Let's say that now and then let's say that again at the end okay. of the show. February 10th. Where's mm-hmm. the location? It's at Aubrey Bookstore, mm-hmm. Arno's Bookstore the in Glendale. we're about to talk with. Totally. Very cool guy. <laughs> and what's the address, Arno? It's 415 East Broadway. Am I? That's um, good. You sound good, yeah. man. You sound like a That's jazz it. host. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> you mm. just heard Yeltsin Manukian on bass. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And um, it's going to be... It's in Glendale, on Broadway. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's February 10th. Uh, February 10th at 8 p.m. We're going to come. You're going to be there, mm-hmm. of course, because it's a million-dollar production. And we're going to give you love, and then we're going to give you some... Candy. No? <laughs> no? Okay, we'll move on. Okay. Um, oh, but there, I also want to mention yeah. that there will be surprises okay. during the reading. I can't say it because it'll ruin the surprise. Okay. I mean, it already dumb love at 18, you're going to go into the depth of your 18-year-old fantasies, right? That's yeah. already going to be fun, and then you're going to add some surprises for us. Exactly. On February 10th, Abril Bookstores. It's like the month of April, but a B instead of a P. Yes. Arno, you run Abril and own Abril. 
Yes, I do. It's the no. most comprehensive bookstore on everything Armenian literature, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Pretty Los much. Angeles that you'll find. Well, um, Los Angeles and even in the, I can say the United States and outside of Armenia. That's, that's, I can. So you're the curator of this bookstore. You, you decide what is going to be sold and what isn't and how to keep it fresh. Is that what you do? Well, yeah, my dad, uh, 34 years ago, he started mm -hmm. it. And like, if you go in the bookstore, you'll see like, it's just thousands of thousands of books from like all eras, from all places, like uh, around the world. Uh, right. And then, yeah, now I'm trying to just uh, bring some new energy and new blood. Uh, your dad like, actually traveled like the world to collect these books not really but he, no. he he yeah he had to well he did travel a bit but like he no he he just basically found connections everywhere and then mm -hmm. brought books there's like before, from everywhere before he opened a bookstore he wasn't like a hoarder of books at home was he with stacks <laughs> and stacks everywhere yeah no 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 he no? studied theater but oh, okay. uh Thought, nah, it's, there's a whole history. It started out as right. a print shop, a magazine, and then moved to. It was the first Armenian bookstore here. So uh -huh. yeah. Okay, so uh, th that reading of Atina is going to take place at Abril mm -hmm. on February 10th, and uh, the reason Arno is here is not only to promote, but also I want to ask you something. I keep asking every time I see you, Arno. You you made this amazing film called Planet Zorthion. It's a documentary about an artist. His name is Girard Zorthion. Uh, we'll get to Atina real quick, but I, I want to cover this. Um, and this guy was a bohemian kind of uh, back in the 70s or 60s or 80s. What was it? Well, he actually doesn't like that term because LA Weekly did a big thing on him. He was on the front cover as the right. last bohemian, and he didn't really like that. But he's actually started in the 30s in the Depression era. That's where he really did it, like his amazing art. The 40s, he did murals like oh, wow. like 45 murals around the United States. and then. But he's been like just creating and creating throughout all those eras even up to the 90s he yeah. was doing stuff you know and uh, he has a ranch as you know where he has in Pasadena in Altadena Altadena yeah. yeah and where he bought it in the 40s 45 I believe and then people he's just, come and donate trash to him and he turns yeah. them into uh, big installations in his backyard like stairways leading up to nowhere a playhouse for big people and <laughs> yeah just art sculptures and keeping art alive and he sleeps outdoors he wakes up to the sun his bed is actually outdoors oh and, that is yeah. awesome and he did a documentary uh, about it as long with three other filmmakers right Arno? yeah and then you piece them all together in this Planet Zorthion but you didn't release a damn DVD for us <laughs> I saw it one time it was like a copy from a friend who puts on art shows yeah yeah from uh -huh. the show and after that hey Arno where the hell is Planet Zorthion yeah, man, it's coming. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm almost there. I mean, I will one day. Sure, thank you. Just do it. No, man. No, I'm really honored. Like, I have to say, Alex is one of those people who, really, you always bring it up, and I'm really like, it makes me feel really good. That's I mean, not enough. Just do it. <laughs> tell, tell me when the DVDs are gonna be sold. Okay, Planet Zorthia. Well, Look for it uh, at Abril Bookstore. At Abril Bookstore. Soon. May 2011. Right, Arno? Oh, shit, dude. All right, we're going to buy copies of it. The best documentary on this crazy artist, Shirai Zorthion. Thank you. Uh, Tease from tonight's show is provided by Anthony Piranian, who Thank is you, an Anthony. expert Tina Sur, along uh -huh. with Arno, right? Our research department told us that... Um, <laughs> You love to make chai tea. <laughs> yes. and, and, and a second ago, we were discussing like the 38 ingredients that go into chai. Yes, yes. So I discovered chai as uh, Athena did. You know, we both went to right. UC Santa Cruz in mm -hmm. different eras. Mm -hmm. um, 
I was. This at sounds the- like the vegan show. <laughs> Today's topic: chai. Sweetie I discovered ball. chai in the Himalayas of Goatsy. Anywho, Atina. Yes. Sorry to cut you off, Arno, no, yeah. but we want to focus on this. Uh, a bomb enterprise CEO, I Atina know, Hartunian. Seriously. Tell us a little more about Young Love. You know what I want to know? Yes. First of all, your name begins and ends in Atina, if anyone noticed. That's not what it says. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, your name backwards to, is Anita. Yes. I fucked that up. Just to, just to make everything clear to the people out there listening and watching, I have horrible handwriting. No, yeah, you do. Kind and um, Alex is, is really trying hard. It looks pretty, but your handwriting stuff, is not very good. But my handwriting looks like a three-year-old. Mm. went crazy i think you're just writing backwards that's the problem that too and the the fact that you're a lefty yeah i am left i am a lefty okay so that's how it screws that up i think we got to the root of why your handwriting sucks i'm sinister in latin (laughs) yeah sucks uh can you give us a taste of uh dumb love what do you mean like a little snippet a a little snippet yeah to see what we're looking forward to on february 10th do you want me to read like a little story is that what you're asking? That'd be good. Is that what you're asking? Do you need any okay. kind of like a background music provided no. by Raw Radio? No, not really. Multi-million dollar show, high production value? I know. <laughs> you know, if I can get Herbie Hancock here. A Herbie Hancock? A little, yeah, to do a little well, bass. Patrick, Herbie Hancock, nice. please, right away. Would be nice, yeah. Okay, thanks. We're on it. You got um, it. Okay, so I'm gonna, should I start reading? Yeah, should here's I do a little this snippet one? from a story called... Actually, Arno, can you do this with your voice? Okay. Here's a little, like that. And Actually, now. here, we're going to come back from music, and then you're going to take okay. it into the short okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> Where's James and his little trumpet? And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's a little snippet by Tina Hartunian. <laughs> Dear TV, please believe me when I say this is as hard for me to put into words as it must be for you to read. So I'm just gonna have to say it. I'm leaving you. I can't stay in this relationship anymore. Yes, we've been through great times, TV, and I know this may come as a shock to you, but I've wanted to end it for a while. This is not like that last time when I crawled back to your warm, glowing face. I hated myself for doing it, but I couldn't resist your fascinating and funny shows. You always knew how to make me laugh or how to soothe away a stressful day. I was always attracted to your zen-like aura. I think I will miss that most of all. Don't get me wrong, TV. I love that you wanted nothing from me but my attention. You would entertain me in whatever mood I was in. I loved you for comforting me with my favorite shows or pleasantly surprising me with my favorite movies. It was nice in the beginning. I'd come home and you'd have all the entertainment lined up for the evening. I'd make dinner and we'd settle into into the night watching some sitcom or crime drama. Or late at night, when I couldn't sleep, you'd lull me away with some midnight movie classic. And every season, you'd surprise me with a new show. It was like celebrating an anniversary. I have to admit, your tranquility was mesmerizing. It's It's what brought me back to your frequency time and time again. It was a nice routine for a while. You would just sit in the living room, just hanging out all day. But therein lies the problem, TV. You were always sitting like some statue or hood ornament. It's like you were stuck in some rut, 
never moving or going out or enjoying a crisp night walk. Sure, we'd entertain guests once in a while, but only when it was sweeps week. We just did the same thing. We did anyway, but with other people. The only time you moved is when I pushed you around to clean out those dust bunnies that collected behind your cables. I just can't do it anymore, TV. I can't spend my life fixed in one spot. It's like watching the same episode over and over again. The routine is getting tiresome. I know you feel it too. Why else would you work so hard to change that? Don't you think I noticed how, how you worked out to get slimmer? I knew you had some plasma work done too. I was a little opposed to it at first, but it just enhanced your fine features even more and made you look sharper. How could I resist you at first? The upgrade was magnetic. And it was great the second time around, this falling in love with you all over again. I thought it would be different this time, but it wasn't. We slowly grew back into our, into our same stale routine, and I thought this was going to be my life forever. I can't sit with you forever. I need to move. I need variety. To live a little. I've suffocated under your hypnotic spell for too long, TV. I need someone who's passionate, exciting, and adventurous. And I've met him. His name is Sex. He's everything I thought you would become but never did. But most of all, I love him. I love Sex more than you. That's why I'm leaving you. Please don't be angry, TV. I will cherish the time we had together, but I must move on with my life. I never meant to hurt you, TV. You must believe me. I really never meant for this to happen. It just did. Sex and I just hit it off from the beginning, and he's completely turned my life around. I couldn't be happier, and I hope you will find someone else to make you as happy as I am. And so, TV, this is goodbye. Sincerely, me. This sounds like uh, you watch TV so much that now you look back and realize how ridiculously addicted to TV you were. No, I was seriously addicted to TV <clears throat> for a while. Law and Order, all of them. <laughs> all of them. Reruns. It was kind of ridiculous. And as soon as kind you had a boyfriend, ridiculous. it took more of your time and you said, what the hell was I doing wasting? Yeah, seriously. I was like, wow, I should just have sex more. What, <laughs> what am I doing wasting my life? I could be watching Law and Order. <laughs> Or I could be doing something else. You know, you could have sex while the TV's on. That's just not the same. No, right. I mean, what if you miss something and then you have to stop right. in the middle to see what's going on? <laughs> it's just too much focus. So now, did you throw your TV out the window? Do you own a TV anymore? Because um, I don't anymore. Oh, it's I been know. since 2007. Wow. Wow. I Thanks. was really good. I was really good for a while. And then I bought the fiance, Maher, who's also been mm -hmm. a guest here. A flat screen um, TV? No, I bought him Apple TV for uh, Christmas. Oh, wow! Well. And and that has ruined me because <laughs> it has because it has Law and Order DVD sets on there. Because it's available. got it's got like everything. It's it's just it's just ruined. Now me. your Law and Order is on demand. It is, and and that's not good. <laughs> it's just <Yeah>. not good. <laughs> Arnold, what is your story of dumb love? My story of yeah, dumb love. Do you have one? Oh wow. Well, there's a couple. I don't know if they were dumb. <laughs> Maybe it's... Uh, I don't know if they were love. Uh, <laughs> it could freaky, be a little bit of both. Freaky love. Freaky weird, love. Weird. Uh, not queer, but like it was... <laughs> <laughs> weird, weird, not queer. Do, do you go all over the place with your short story, the book that you have out? 
Um, yeah, the first reading I did was at a coffee shop called Perks in Northridge. Mm-hmm. And Arno came yep. and really enjoyed it and said, and really encouraged me to do another one at right. Aubrey. Okay. Um, I do participate in story salons here and there. There's mm-hmm. one that I frequent on Wednesdays in Studio City, and it's just called Story, the Storytelling Salon or Story Salon. Okay. Um, That's an online place to to, to publish your it's, stuff. No, it's not. It's not an online place. It's a. It's, it's sort of a. Um, it sounds like a very cool online thing. They've got, I mean, they've got podcasts and stuff, but what what they are is a group of people that host storytelling time Mm -hmm. and events in Studio City, and they have this one coffee shop called the Coffee Fix, and they do it every Wednesday, sort of like the Moth. Have you heard of that? No. The Moth is also a pretty um, a cool storytelling event. And they're all over New York and L.A. and right. Chicago, and, and they have contests and stuff. And so it's pre- it's a pretty underground, and yet, you know, picking up steam kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, what kind of a vibe is in thing. there? Everyone's a writer, reader. Is there, like, a special energy, I'm, I'm imagining, at these things? Yes and no. It depends on the crowd. I mean, mm. the story salon, um, there's a mix of writers, directors, producers, and right. just everyday people, like nurses, doctors, police people, and, and some sometimes someone who has no background in creative writing per se right. can say the most amazing story because it is from their heart and it's it's an experience that they're sharing okay and so it's it's really they just powerful. retell a story from their past having not not having written anything or sometimes do pe- do, do sometimes they, they uh sometimes they say it from memory sometimes they have something written out but i mean you can tell a story that's polished and right, from right. a story that is coming from someone who just wants to tell a story. Yeah, yeah. And you've written and rewritten these a lot, but you can't memorize this whole story, can you? Do people? How, how I do people can, do that? but I'm just too lazy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just That'd be amazing. really, really. I, don't, I just don't have the time to do it, unfortunately. Okay. And I, I kind of, it's sort of like my security blanket, having the, the pages in my hands. Mm, you can hide behind it. I can. <laughs> I'm hiding <laughs> don't behind look at it me. right I now. Up. When I get so, nervous, I put my hands under my armpits like and this. Then, and then smell them. And then I <laughs> hide behind my story like this. <laughs> Arno, is there a website for Abril where we know where this thing is going to be? Yes, it's www.abrilbooks.com. Easy. And it's on the it's on the home page right now. You can, you can buy her book there too. How much is your and book, Atina? Five bucks. Only. 20% yeah. of which goes to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I thought no, maybe. No, 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 no. no, it all goes to Aubrey. Yeah. yeah. I also want to just mention that, you know, Atina is also for a year and a half now, we, we've been doing these book clubs yeah. that Atina's leading. Uh, there's an English one, yeah. an Armenian one. Book Asur. Yeah. Yeah. It's called what? It, I, call a few it the, names. I call it the legit book group yeah. on no uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. No bullshit. It's like we a read. punch in your Facebook club. Totally, totally. And you take it, your shirt off when you walk in and you have a fight with someone you haven't fought with before. Okay. Yeah, basically. There are physical it's, fights okay. about Either. literary discussions. We don't use words, we use our fists. So. <laughs> I was suggesting we do naked book readings, but like, I think she likes that yeah. better. But there are also... We <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe was more expressionism <laughs> than realism. <laughs> F you. We have... We've had the last like six, seven books. We've actually had the authors come in. Like yesterday, we had Aram Saroyan, Saroyan's son, mm-hmm. come by, yeah. and um, we had 
We're gonna have Mark Arox come over. We have yeah. Alan. Uh, what is this? Alan Samirjian. Alan Samirjian. Uh, Arthur Nersesian from New York. And these are all part of the book clubs that they come to. The readings. Well, or, we've or they read. They come to general library events. No, they do come from. Uh, we have general events, but uh, for our book club members, mm -hmm. we have these like special intimate things only for our book club members yeah. that what we have. what we like to call vip author sessions yeah. oh, shit. where um it depends because sometimes we read a book in conjunction with an event and uh the book group members get an hour before the event for just vip um you know private right uh group discussion sure. with the author and sometimes it's been where we've read the book and um, the author just happens to be in LA and just kind of comes over and hangs out with us for an hour. So it's fun. We had Adrian Barbo a few weeks ago. You yeah. know, she's uh, the sex uh, symbol from the 80s. She was in Maud and she wrote this book about an Armenian vampire. And uh, very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. She's had a, <coughs> she's had a, clearly she's had a very eclectic life. And she came life. to speak and kind yeah. of you got into her vampire side. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, she was so about to, suck my my blood so <laughs> wowzers yeah are pretty serious we have some nice guests coming mm. and this happens once a week once a month at abril every Average. two weeks two every weeks. two weeks yeah. so we have the and then we have an armenian one sure. and then yeah about once or twice a month we have like like the event that we're doing for atina mm -hmm. just book author appearances mm -hmm. and uh yeah and we're what are one of our plans is this year we're gonna bring bring it online so people from different if you're even if you're not living in LA, you can join right. our book club. Yeah. So we're gonna talk to you about that. <laughs> yeah, okay. for sure. Trying to take it outside of Glendale and LA and expand it. Speaking of which, uh, this show is right now being broadcast on Yowie. Ooh. Yowie.com, a new service I just discovered. All websites have these like cutesy names now. I'm gonna check my Yowie, then hit up my Hulu, and then maybe check a Twitter account, and I'm gonna create a my Yowie, my and I'll send you an I Yowie. But anyway, go to yaoi.com. We're going to do this every week to try to get the show out. And maybe nice. Abro can do this during the uh, sessions. Nice. Yeah. And uh, we'll see international greats appear in LA. Awesome. But you can watch it, watch it from anywhere in the world. Can you be naked on it? On yeah, yaoi? but they might block so what's, you immediately. What's with the nakedness, Arno? Oh, no. Sometimes right. when you go into literary work, you got to go shirtless, balls out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to happen at Dumb Love. Balls out haiku competition. Tea provided no. by Anthony Piranyan. <laughs> Tina Sur. Sound, Pat the sound engineer, say something. Something. We can't hear you. Something. Um, oh, one yeah. more time. What, what else do you have? Um, Thursday, February 10th. Yeah. At Aubrey Bookstore yeah. at 8 p.m. Um, dumb love. Come for surprises and for really sweet stories about young love and funny stories too. And for those who who've been to the first one and want to come again, I promise to wear something sexy for you guys. Oh, yeah, we're gonna hold you up on that. Yeah, and I will. I will. Don't forget, this is right before Valentine's, and it's a perfect place to bring your Valentine and get inspired to go and do some yeah, fun some stuff Valentining. <laughs> Sweetheart, remember yesterday when we read that book <laughs> about that girl, and they did that one thing. Anyway, why am I echoing? That's awesome. <laughs> Oh I my want to God. say hello to uh, the people on Yahoo, our friends uh, Hubie Hi. Future and our friend Liana. What's up, guys? Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Arno. Come to Abril. We're going to look for uh, Planet Zorthion available at Abril Bookstores, May of 2010. Yes. Oh. And we're going to leave the bullshit at home this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to thank our audience. I want to thank everybody. Atina, what do you have to say? 
Um, thank you nothing. for coming on again. Thank you so much for letting this happen, Alex. Before we go, did yes. you want to maybe leave us off with another little snippet that you wanted to share? Something to I do, keep us excited for February 10th? I think 10th? it would be more intriguing okay. if people came okay. to the reading. So I'll end up with music. I was thinking of maybe ending up with you just... I can just talk like this. <laughs> Do you want while. to? Oh, no? I can read the story like this, too. Okay. Damn. Damn. You're going to get it's more... Just gonna be the, it's just going to be the same story, though. Oh, no, no. Okay. We already heard uh, the one about TV. Yeah. Okay. Um, the song that we opened the show with is off of Beck Wero's album. It's called uh, Earthquake Weather. But we're going to end with one called Go It Alone off the same album. Thanks a lot for listening. And give us five stars on iTunes. It helps a lot. Hot. I need a cue. Okay. A special thanks to the wonderfully stupendous, magnificent, amazing, super, super fragilistic, expialidocious of an editor, Sarah Dezita. To my babes whose sole purpose is to ensure that I don't unleash my crazy and bring on an early apocalypse. I love you. To coffee, yoga, journals, butterflies, pens, cookies, my mom, unicorns, my car, my health, my dad, Coco Chanel, zombies, my sister, the entire field of astronomy, sugar, vans, Chinese moon goddess for keeping it real, highlighters, paper, music, printers, saved by the bell, my phone, Facebook, share, all my super awesome friends, the Lord Jesus, and P. Diddy. We did it, baby! We did it! Thank you all. I'm coming over. See me down at the station by the lane with my hands in my pocket. Jingling a wish coin that I stole from fountain that was done on the cares in the world. When I get older, climbing up on the back porch fence just to see the dogs running with the wing and a question. And my shivering voices singing through a crack I'm gonna go I better go it alone I'm gonna go I better go it alone I'm gonna go on the corner See me standing on a makeshift home with the dust I'm gonna go Black shadow Pull a hammer from a coal mine down Where your daddy was working on the bathroom wall where my number is written Diving on the sidewalk Looking back at the sky is burning in my rear view I'm going to go it alone
Do 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 do